Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Hey guys, I'm back, and today we're going to talk about chronic pain. Now, being in practice for 29 years, being a chiropractor, uh, I've had many, many people come in with pain. I'm talking about tens of thousands of people come in with acute pain, and most of them had chronic pain, whether it's in the foot, the ankle, the knee, the hip, the back, the shoulder, the elbow, neck, head, abdomen. It could be in the rib, anywhere in the body. So I have a lot of experience dealing with chronic pain, and I'm going to share with you some very powerful things that you can do if you have chronic pain. But before we get into it, I want to make sure that you click the red subscribe button so you can be notified of all the very cool videos that I'll be releasing in the upcoming weeks. And in addition to that, you'll be notified of the live Q&A sessions I'll be doing throughout the week. Okay, so one of the most common reasons why people have chronic pain is post-surgery and post-injury. When you get a surgery, whether it's from the back and the knee or the shoulder, um, you can develop scar tissue that can come back to haunt you years later. If you have an injury, same thing happens. The body heals with scar tissue. If I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, I would have chronic pain really bad because I've had many, many injuries and I've had quite a few surgeries. I have treated people that were in serious motorcycle accidents that were going very fast and then hit a car, hit something, and basically survived, but they're living with chronic pain. I've had other people um, parachute, for example, and the chute, one guy's chute didn't even open and he landed in the trees. Can you imagine the trauma from that? I've had people come in with tailbone injuries that created all sorts of back pain. One guy was filling up his tank with gasoline and he did not put the car in park. So as his car rolled away, because apparently it was on a hill, he tried to stop it and his foot got caught underneath the tire and he ran over his ankle and he had chronic pain for over six years. And you can also have pain that's referred. So if your gallbladder is inflamed, for example, that can cause pain in the right shoulder. And I'm gonna put a link down below of a video that I just did on this so you can get more data on referral pain. Uh, diabetics have chronic pain, especially in the feet and the hands. You can have chronic pain from having an autoimmune condition, whether it's rheumatoid arthritis or a lupus, there's many different types of autoimmune conditions that cause pain because autoimmune is about inflammation. And when inflammation builds up, that can cause pain. And then we have arthritis or severe stiffness. Now, as far as chronic pain goes, there's not a lot of exact knowledge on why people develop chronic pain. Now, there are some theories out there, but it's not exactly known why. But what I'm gonna talk about and what I'm gonna give you is my opinion on the subject but if you get a treatment, whether it's to a chiropractor or a physical therapist, and you have to keep going over and over and over, um, then you might want to step back and reevaluate and try something a little different because either you don't have the right problem or you don't have the right solution. However, on the flip side of that, if you have a lot of scar tissue and permanent damage, that's a completely different situation. But there are things you can do that will give a person great relief. I've had patients come in that had chronic pain so severe that they wanted to commit suicide. It was that bad. Now I have a lot of videos right now on YouTube on very specific 
parts of your body and what to do. I'm gonna give you a generalized technique that you can apply to anywhere in the body, and then you can watch the specific video to get more data on your specific problem. And there's also a nutritional protocol that works very, very well. So let's first talk about post-surgery chronic pain and post-injury chronic pain. Okay, let's just pretend that you have pain on the left ankle right here from a surgery or an injury. Okay, let's say you're, you're putting gas in your car and you didn't put in a brake and you ran over your ankle, okay? And you have pain now on the left side right here on the outside. All right, what you wanna do is you wanna work on the opposite side over here. You do not wanna work in the area that you have pain. If you do, you'll kind of re-traumatize it, okay? You wanna work on the opposite side. Now, this is definitely something that is not taught in universities or colleges or the schooling that I had. I had to figure this out on myself simply because the way that they taught us didn't always work. But it borders on magic as far as its effectiveness, okay? So you work on the opposite side. So wherever it hurts on this side, you work on the opposite side. The first thing that you wanna do, if you're doing this on yourself or a friend or family member, is you get them to rate it on a scale from zero to 10. Zero being no pain, 10 being the most severe. Okay, you get a number, let's say it's an eight. So what you do is they have pain on the left ankle, you work on the opposite side. Okay, what do I mean work on the opposite side? I mean use massage slash acupressure. So you're, you're pressing in different ways. It doesn't even matter the pattern that you're massaging the area as long as you're massaging the area on the opposite side. And when I say opposite, I'm talking about the mirror image, okay? The exact opposite point. Now, what's interesting about this, when you work on the good side, it's gonna be extremely tender when you press. If you're getting the exact spot where the injury or the pain is coming from, okay? Now, at first, when you do this, it's gonna be very, very tender on the good side. So you wanna go light and you wanna gradually uh, increase pressure, but never go too hard. You don't need to go uh, very, very severe. All you have to do is keep working on this area for let's say one to two minutes, and then you have the person re-rate their pain. It's gonna go down. Let's say it goes down to a four, okay? But it's still there. So then what you do is you ask them, okay, where's the pain now? And they go, oh, it moved a little higher or it moved in the top part. Then you do the exact mirror image on this side. So you do the opposite on that side, okay? And I'm gonna put some links down below of me actually doing this so you can see. But you always work on the opposite side. Now, here's the other thing that you're gonna run into. When someone had a injury in the past, and especially if it's in the lower part of the body and they're walking, they have set up a lot of compensation going in their body to recruit muscles from the opposite side because they're limping a little bit. Okay, so the muscles on this side are gonna work harder than on this side. And so you create this uh, asymmetrical gait and that alone can create a lot of tension and imbalances. If you, the person has pain on the outside of this joint right here, you're gonna work on the opposite joint, but you're also gonna work on the muscles that are a little bit higher than this joint. Okay, so you work on the calf muscle or the shin muscle if it's on the ankle. If it's underneath the foot or a toe, same thing. You're gonna work on this muscle right here. 
when you work on the opposite muscle, you're going to be releasing these very, very tight cables and a lot of uh, spasm in the calf muscle or the front part of this lower leg. As you're stripping away these muscle spasms, you're kind of you're massaging it. You can use oil or not. Be very, very gentle because these muscles are so tight, they're going to be very, very tender. So step one, you work on the opposite uh, uh, mirror image. Step two, you work on the muscles a little bit higher than the injury on the opposite side, okay? If the pain is in the knee, okay, you'd work on the opposite side of the knee, or, or if it's on the inside, you work on the inside of the knee. Or if it's on the front part of the knee, you work on the front part of the opposite knee, then you work on the muscles up here, okay? And you can just massage those muscles. So that's kind of the principle. You would do the same thing with the wrist, okay? You'd work on this wrist and these muscles right here. If it was this elbow, you'd work on the opposite elbow and the muscles up through here on the front and back. And when you do this, you're going to give the person a tremendous amount of relief. Now realize it might take some time to fully bring it down to zero, but you're going to usually see significant changes right off the bat. And it's quite magical. So that would handle uh, the foot, the ankle, the knee, the hip you would want to work on the opposite hip, okay? Now the back, you would want to work on the front, okay? The lower abdomen. So wherever it hurts on the back, you work on the front and just massage in there. Try to do the mirror image so you can go, you can go side to side, left and right, or front to back. And that will give the person a lot of relief. Shoulder, just work on the opposite shoulder. Now, there's also this thing called referred pain, which you'll have to watch the other video but a lot of pain is referred, even chronic pain. So um, if, the, if the right shoulder is a problem, it's going to be the gallbladder. If it's the left shoulder, it could be the pancreas or the spleen. And you're just going to have to watch the video on that. Because if you do the opposite shoulder and you have no results, suspect there's a referral problem. There's a problem on the inside of the body that's referring pain to another part of the body. Now, a lot of neck pain comes from a digestive issue. It can also come from a whiplash injury. That's a little more complex, so I put some links down below of what to do for whiplash because that involves uh, several other steps. Now, head pain, a lot of this is referred from digestion, gallbladder, but if you had an injury to a part of your head, let's say on the right side, you work on the opposite side. I did a complete video on this as well. You can check it out. Uh, but a lot of people have had injuries to the head now they have chronic pain in their head and they don't know what to do about it. They're going to be happy that they watch this video. Abdomen pain really relates to food. Certain foods that the person's eating that you're stirring up inflammation, creating bloating, putting the person in a constant inflammatory state. Um, you need to get on healthy keto and intermittent fasting for that. And that should help, especially fasting. And so one of the most important things to do for pain and inflammation is fasting. Uh, it's probably the most important thing. It gives the body a chance to reset. And a lot of the referral pain that people have, especially in the shoulder, the neck, the head, seems to go away. But even if they have any of these right here, the, the inflammation will go down because one of the things that happens when you're fasting is inflammation just drops way, way down. So if you have an autoimmune condition, you'd want to do fasting for sure. The most common type of pain with the diabetic is uh, pain in the feet. And the best remedy is something called benfotamine. 
Okay, you'd want to take higher doses of this, like four tablets a day or capsules a day, and um, you'd want to take uh, spread it out through the day. And benfotamine is a fat-soluble vitamin B1 that is great for any type of nerve damage coming from arthritis. All right, so that's the technique part. But as far as the protocol goes, you need to do fasting, okay? You just need to do it to see for yourself. It'll be very, very effective. If you're new to my channel, click the link down below, check it out. Okay, stinging nettle root. You can buy this from the health food store. It's one of the most powerful remedies backed up by some hardcore research as a potent anti-inflammatory and it will help you get rid of pain. Uh, when I had really bad arthritis, I took it. It worked like a charm. Uh, I would recommend getting the one that is freeze-dried stinging nettle root. You're not consuming the leaf, you're consuming the root, okay? And then vitamin D. Vitamin D is a natural anti-inflammatory. It's not really even a um, vitamin, it's a hormone that acts like cortisol, which is an anti-inflammatory. You need to take higher amounts. 40,000 IUs of vitamin D3, okay? So if you did that each day, and you're doing fasting, and you're doing stinging nettle root, you'll be in really good shape. All right, guys, there you have it. That's what you do for chronic pain.